Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Ann Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry. Hello, everyone. It's Ann Duffy, and this is the Just Do It podcast. Welcome today. I am so excited because I have a new fast friend with me today. Um, she really inspires me. She's such an entrepreneur in so many different ways. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She is a general dentist, practicing dentist in the United States for 20 years with a prior education practice of dentistry from India. She has two startup practices, one of which opened in 2010 and the other in 2016. With all of her years in dentistry, her biggest challenge was running the the running of her practices as a business. Without an MBA or a business background, she faced a lot of challenges in running the day-to-day -day of a small business. To help simplify and organize running the dental practice, she came up with a fabulous idea and has developed this into an amazing business. She is a mom, she is a wife, she is a friend. She's a dentist. She's wearing so many hats and spinning so many plates. Please help me welcome Dr. Aditi Agarwal. Thank you. Thank you, Anne. Thank you so much for inviting me and uh, for you know letting me share my views with both you and the Do Crew. You guys are just amazing. Well. Um, <laughs> We're all friends here. We can't wait to hear about you. I mean, people, I, I you know, we've been in, introduced uh, by some dear friends, some dear dues, and we always say good dues, find good dues, but come to find out, you know, people that I know, and it's, it's, it's this big love fest that we have with women in dentistry that actually want more. And, you know, I mean, just you starting out, let me get this straight though, Aditi, and you told me this the first time we talked, you were practicing in India before you came to the States. I was actually, I didn't really practice in India. I was in dental school and I was in my last year GPR uh, residency when I said, well, I wanted to move to where the forefront of dentistry was. And so I started do, taking classes and started actually self-studying to take the National Dental Boards while I was doing my GPR in India because I just wanted to go uh, where the forefront of dentistry was, which was at that time, and I think I think it still is in the United States. Wow! So, so did I you have to first generation American? That's that is beautiful. Did you have to? You didn't have to take any dental school over though in the states. Is that yes, correct? I did. I did. Yeah. So tell me about that. So um, I did uh, take did two years. Uh, I graduated from Boston University. I did have to do two years of the DMD program um, as an advanced standing student. And uh, I came to this country uh, as a student, uh, 23 years old, and went right into the advanced standing program uh, for two years, which um, I graduated in 2003. And so, yes, it's been 20 years. We're in 2023. Wow. And uh, I moved um, right after I graduated, I moved out to Seattle. And that's where I am based now. 
Well, that's a good place to be, especially uh, with the journey that you've had as an entrepreneur. So, you know, first of all, kudos to you because, you know, we're just, uh, you know, we, we just feel like when you're born in the United States, you just kind of fall off the truck and you could do whatever you want. And then you really had to work for your dental degree. Oh, uh, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that just shows your tenacity and your grit right there. But your journey as an entrepreneur, how did you get where you are today? And and tell me a little bit about why you started and practice by numbers. So, um, you know, I was brought up in a patriarchal society, but the focus was always on education in my household. I mean, there was a few things that my dad told me when I was really, really young. And I think that has shaped my life um, and my career. You know, he told me, honey, uh, in your life, there will be times or circumstances where you could lose your money, you could lose fame, you can, you know, lose your pride. But there's a few things that nobody can take away from you. And that's your skill and your talent. As long as you have a skill or a talent, you can always rebuild. And I think those words have always, always stayed with me and I think have made me the kind of person I am today. Um, and I, these are the few few words I really want, you know, uh, it resonated with me and I hope it resonates with young people out there because uh, really believe in your skill. Um, it, it really carries you far. Um, you know, and I started my career as an associate dentist working for a group practice, which is now actually uh, Pacific Dental Services and wow. <laughs> part of Pacific Dental Service. And not at the time it was, uh, you know, and in the very first few years of my career, I really focused on just honing my skills as a dentist and also adding to the depth and the breadth of my procedure list. So, you know, I would advise most young people to focus as if when they come out of school to really work on, instead of focusing on the business of dentistry, to focus on your skills as a dentist before you go in to buy or open a practice. Uh, when I opened up my first startup, which was in 2010, I'd already been practicing for seven years. Mm. <clears throat> so, you know, the dentistry was easy by then. Yes. And, um, you know, I had a two and a half years old son uh, at that point, and I knew nothing about the business of, of dentistry. And my husband, who is an engineer, witnessed firsthand the challenges we as dentists face being the CEOs of our own practice. I mean, and with some luck and some fortitude, and with the help of my husband, who helped me set up my business or rather my practice like a business right from the beginning, I was profitable from month one of a startup. And with a healthy practice based on a solid on solid business principles, my husband and I realized that there was a need to create a platform where dentists could approach their business like a CEO. It was important uh, for us to look at all the dental specific metrics in order to run a practice efficiently. We wanted dentists and their team members to be able to look, follow and interpret their metrics and use them to make the decisions to improve both their clinical and financial outcomes. 
And re I realized that I wasn't very special early on in my career, but a lot of my success I owed to having a pulse on my practice because of knowing my metric. And mm -hmm. I thought, well, if I can do it, so can anybody else. And that's why when my husband said, hey, should we form a company? I said, well, let's do it. And that's how uh, Practice by Numbers came to be, actually in an unused office in my office in 2014. <laughs> so that's so cool. So let's 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 unpack that just a bit. That is really so here. You, I like the idea of, of what your dad said. Um, if you have a skill and, you know, it is it, it would be really it really would be tough. I mean, to get out of dental school hone your, your clinical skills and try to run a practice. And of course, with women have a baby, have a two and a half year old, and then have another child. And then, I mean, that is almost enormous. That's like, that's like, wow, that's like biting or eating an elephant with one bite, right? Instead yeah. of one bite at a time. I love the fact that you realize that about yourself and what it resonates with me with what your dad said is someone somebody said this to me a long time ago. Uh, when we our entrepreneurial journey, that we would never be we would never be poor. We might be broke, but we would never be poor. And that speaks to if you have a skill, you will right. you will always have that skill. You can always figure out a way to make money to feed exactly. your family and to grow, and then. Most entrepreneurs find a way to when they're when they're making something like you and your hub, husband decided practice by numbers, you had a pain point, right? Yes. And so, you know, like how did that go? So you I mean a software company and like your husband and he, is he a software engineer? I mean, because he must be like, you know, have that kind of mind um yes. to be able to help you with that. Tell me about how that transpired. So my husband is an electrical engineer. He graduated from UW and he was working for Philips Healthcare at that time. And he was actually working with the, in the research and development of ultrasound machines. So oh, he wow. Was, yeah, he was in the medical space, but he didn't have a business background either. But, you know, I think he had a little bit more business acumen than I did. Mm -hmm. I think, um, and when he saw me struggling uh, with, you know, the day-to-day -day, uh, and um, I said, well, I'm such a, I, I mean, I know the procedures, I, I can do the dentistry, but just the day-to-day -day of so many hats that we wear as, um, you know, the CEO of our practice was really, really daunting. And, you know, I think my success as an entrepreneur has of my dental practice came because it was built on sound business principles. Mm -hmm. and, you lived it, uh, didn't you? You lived I it actually. Every single day, every single moment. I'm also an eternal optimist <laughs> and I'm a hard worker. And I think, you know, also I think living and growing up in different countries, it also makes, uh, made me very adaptive to adverse situations. So mm -hmm. I would never back down because it was like, you know, it's this way or no way, right? So yeah. I wouldn't back down. And the software company or practice by numbers was um, born out of pain points, you know, that a dentist faces every day. 
And if it was able to alleviate my pain points, then me as a dentist who has been, you know, trained to diagnose and treat pain, it was crucial for me to get this out to my peers in order to help them with their pain points. And, you know, and even though de dental technologies in these past 20 years have improved so much, they've become, you know, um, enable us dentists to provide better, faster, longer lasting, and even, you know, relatively pain-free with the lasers and stuff, um, dental treatments. But really, there hasn't been anybody out there to address our pain points, you know, as a dentist that, hey, I have problems with HR, with procurement, with marketing. I mean, all these things, there's nobody that been there to help us. So it is my mission to give back to this profession, really, that has given me so much. And with more and more women entering uh, the field of dentistry, I think we as a collective have to be not only each other's cheerleaders, but also each other's leaders so mm. that we can all truly do it, you know, and lead happy and successful lives. Well, it, 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 because as your business isn't going well, as you, as you own your practice and then you went, yeah. you dove. So I, I didn't know, honestly, I forgot that your husband was an engineer, Aditi. I thought he was a dentist also so that you guys were doing this together, but this is like, you, you two are entrepreneurial in, in, in just uh, so many ways. And it's cool that you're from different backgrounds to yeah. come together. So like, he's got the, the tech stuff under his uh, reign. And then you just know exactly as someone in the trenches, what do I need? How can I streamline this and bring it all together is so important. And so I think it's really important for people to know our listeners that this was designed practice by numbers was designed by a dentist in the trenches of what she, you saw they needed. And it, from my knowledge of practice by numbers and everybody's talking about it, how it really does answer all the needs in one system yeah. compared to like bringing in a couple of different systems, right? That's, that's what yeah. I understood when I saw Hannah at uh, the Hemen and we had a nice little chat about practice exactly. by numbers. All the systems out there are either fragmented or they've been, you know, bought by, you know, so they've, they've been trying to put together, it's like different pieces in a puzzle, but they haven't been created. The synergy is not there. And I feel like, you know, I'm not a tech person. I'm a dentist first and I need something that flows. You know, dentistry is all about flow. It's, it's yeah. a dance that we do every day, you know? And that dance has to flow. And I think the what I found lacking was all these different systems. It was so disparate and there was just no flow. And so that's why I told my husband, I know it's gonna take a little bit longer and it's gonna be a little bit harder, but we really need something that flows well because I think that we as dentists do understand workflow. <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. And so cool that you can continue to like um, work on this system and uh, create new avenues to bring it all together as one thing. Because again, you've got so many different things to think about. Like we, it's nice to just have practice by numbers as one plate that you're spinning versus like you've got four plates spinning to know your numbers and to know your, uh, your input. And how does you, how does it work with, um, HR? Like how does that, 
figure into practice by numbers? Well, you know, we don't we don't do any HR stuff. Um, you know, these are, this challenge is what it does is basically helps the dentist reduce the problems with staffing because it takes over so many of the front desk work. It makes their life easier. Okay. And guess what? Happy front desk people makes happy patients because now you've taken away so much of the busy work that uh, your front desk was doing. And now they can focus on actually treatment presentation and on, uh, you know, patient care while the patient's in the office because they're not like uh, wondering, oh, did I scan that treatment plan? Or did I, you know, uh, send this reminder? Or those kind of little busy things that they keep doing, it's taken all that away. It's automated it. So insurance verification, I mean, that can be done uh, I would say an entire day of 40 patients in less than 10 minutes. What? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. This so, is like, this is really, this is, you know what? The couple of things I love about this, is it keeps it in house for yeah. starters, which is kind of cool versus, you know, uh, giving it away to other people to do for you. And then what we learned about, especially when we were at Women in DSO, one of the panels was all about, we heard this uh, thread all the way through. It's about the customer experience. So they don't want to know all what you have to do on the background to, I mean, I just tell you from the office, I just retired from the, the uh, Kelly at our front desk would be on the phone. I mean, on hold for like an hour and a half checking patients in and out. So you're distracted and oh, oh my gosh. I mean, how can that be good patient experience when we, we, we realize now in this day and age, especially after COVID that's the number one reason your patients come back and your and you and the number one reason your patients refer to you yeah. is their experience and if you are one eye on the phone and one eye on everything else that has to be managed behind the scenes you can't give your full energy uh to the per- person standing in front of you checking in checking out and asking questions exactly exactly and then it was just getting so uh tiresome and for the front desk people that I had, and it was just like, how can we balance so many plates, Doc? You know, especially during while we were in the thick of the pandemic with having to go through the COVID questionnaire, you know, mm-hmm. ADA was requiring that. And it was like every single patient, you know, you had to go through that on the phone when they come in. And it was just like, it was cumbersome. It was, uh, huge time consumption and then you know if things fell say if eligibility was not checked for some person or something it was just your friend desk would tell you well I was so busy doing all these COVID things that I didn't have time to check eligibility I'm so sorry and you know what are you going to do well you know you could only yell so much. Yes. And you would think that and you would see that so many things would be falling through the cracks because you know dentistry is not an easy business to run anymore. It used to be you put your shingle out, but it's not like that anymore. So you take care of all of that and you continue to um, hone those skills of practice by numbers, right? And and add more things to it as things shift because you're in the trenches and you see, you know, what's happening and you can add add and subtract, which which I, I really love. So what what has been the most rewarding thing for you, Aditi, and your entrepreneurial journey, because you're you're not you're just honestly 
so since 2000, I don't know, 2010, you're just getting started. So you're only 12 years into it. And you're very young. Your kids are young. What's the most rewarding thing for you right at this point? You know, the rewarding part is actually initially is the aha moments from my staff. I mean, just looking at their happy faces when they feel satisfied with a job well done. You know, a lot of um, success, as you know, in any dental practice comes from the team. Mm -hmm. And I think practice by numbers has helped my team, at least, you know, make their daily day to day so much smoother. So they're happier. And when they're happier, they can hit their financial goals, you know, because the office productivity goes up and their financial goals are met. And so they, they're happy. And I think, to be honest, that's one of, been, one of the things that has been a true blessing um, for me as a, as a dentist and a dental practice owner is um, it has been so rewarding for, to see them. I love that they 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 can take ownership in that too then. I mean it's not just on your shoulders. You have to you trust the team and that's what I guess we could point back to HR happy team members stay. And that's one of the biggest parts that we have right now in dentistry is is keeping your team members happy and not overwhelmed and not burnt out. Um you know in their office doing the day-to-day -day things because ultimately we're there to take care of patients. And yeah. and you know the cumbersome uh, of just the, the minutia of paperwork and all the little things that you take care of with your systems, um, yeah, yeah. really, really make it a joy to a joy to work. And then you can, at the end of the day, it's taken care of and you don't have sleepless nights thing. Did I check that box? Right. Exactly. Cause it's checked automatically. Exactly. Uh, yeah. through automation. Well, what advice would you give to a budding entrepreneur? Because we have a lot of dental entrepreneur women that might have an idea. And um, what would what advice would you give the, the entrepreneurs out there that are listening today? You know, I would say the future, you know, budding entrepreneurs, the future of dentistry is, is of this profession is in your hands. You know, I remember to this day um, at my commencement ceremony, the dean at my university, he had said that from this day forward, all of you will be doctors first and every other role after. And, you know, wear this white coat with honor and humility and do the best you can to always uphold and defend your profession. And, you know, I think I would say every step I take you know, I, I work with, I want to uphold and defend my profession. I mean, dentistry has given me more than I could have ever imagined in these 20 years. I mean, it has never failed me. So my advice to all the young people today is, you know, I know it's cliche, but really follow your dream, no matter how stupid, how crazy, or, you know, far-fetched the idea seems at the time, um, take baby steps. And that's another thing that has really helped me, you know, one step at a time and uh, don't be afraid to work hard or to fall down. And every time I have fallen, it has been either dentistry, either through the work or the people who work in it or the people who work for it that have helped me up to my feet again. So have faith, have faith 
and you know just keep pushing forward one day at a time so many principles of yeah. doing <laughs> you just really you know you hit on to never give up on your dreams and to and to reach out right we were you know it's a beautiful industry you're right aditi and i i think it is a beautiful industry there's so many good people um there's always someone there to to help you up and to get your message out. So uh, if you're listening, tell us how I, I well, let tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you, how they can find out more about practice by numbers, because I, again, your company is, well, I don't know, maybe what, six years, six, some, are you in your sixth year? Eight, eight, eight years, eight year, mm-hmm. eight years. You're still a, a new company, but I love how you keep evolving. How do they get in touch with you and learn more? So our website is www.practicenumbers.com. So no buy in there. It's just practicenumbers.com. And, um, you know, I'm a practicing dentist and I still practice full time. And you can always reach me at the office. Um, um, Otherwise, my email is dt, my first name, .dmd, which is very simple, at gmail. And um, I, you know, uh, my office is called Avondale Smiles. And uh, you can always call me at the office. You know, I'm always there. (laughs) I love it. You're so generous with your time and talent. And, you know, we'll have that in the show notes so that we'll be able to get in touch with you. And I I just want to say thank you for joining the Do community. Um, You have brought so much to all of us, your smile, your energy, and I, it's so funny. I love being at the shows and we'll be talking about practice by numbers and, and somebody will walk by and say, I, I use practice by numbers. And then somebody else say, I owe that my dentist used practice by numbers. So whatever you're doing, keep doing it, Aditi. Keep doing you. Keep making that beautiful, uh, the be- our beautiful profession even better. All right. Yes, absolutely. I, I, you know, treasure this profession and I really want, um, our gen, you know, future generations to treasure it too. Um, there's, there's a lot in it. There that, is, there is yeah. a lot in it and we will continue to find ways to work together. So thank you, Aditi. Have the thank best you, day. Yeah. I will you see, too. I will see you on the road. And again, everybody that's listening, keep doing you. Thanks now. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Just Do It podcast hosted by Ann Duffy. To learn more about dental entrepreneur women, to share your story, or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is D-E-W dot life. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, keep doing you.